it's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Uh, Fuzzy, I'm just gonna make eye contact you with right with you right now mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, I, I think Danae's mad at us this <laughs> yeah, morning." Yeah, it, it's five thirty, and uh, we've already done something wrong today. Uh, well, I'm not mad. I'm just I'm just disappointed. Oh, that's <laughs> even worse. You guys did not notice the moon driving in this morning. No, yeah. and this is something that is like a recurring issue in our relationships. <laughs> no, you're I tend- not moon watchers. No, I, I tend to keep my eyes on the road and the traffic in front of me yeah, and things and like that. I'm not looking down in my car. I'm looking up out the window, and the moon is glorious and right there, and very much in all the peripherals, all the sight lines, like this glorious, glorious crescent moon this morning. So I came in here. I even was able to get like. Actually, a pretty decent photo of it on my phone, <laughs> which means that it is large mm-hmm. this morning. And I came, I was like, guys, the moon. Because uh, nah. yeah. yeah. I, like, oh. I had that thought. I was like, today's the day they're going to notice and we're all going to have this shared moon experience. <laughs> no. And nothing. It's the moon. Oh, it happens man. every day. Oh, Same I, with the sun. Yes, I know the sun. Same happens. with sunrise. You can't look at the sun. Yeah, same with sunrise. I know you don't give a crap about my sunrises either, Fuzzy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Why would I care about the moon? Man, your eyes just don't like treats, I guess. See, it's so, funny for me because I don't think about it, and I don't have an, a, 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 a hot take on the moon or the sun like yeah. like Fuzzy here. <laughs> yeah. I'm more like, I get scared when okay. you're like, you never notice the moon in your 20 minutes of driving. <laughs> I'm like, what yes. was I doing? Yes. Was I completely under a state of hypnosis? Like, I know I didn't crash my car. Yeah. I know I didn't get a speeding ticket. Oh. I, I I know I didn't hit a coyote or or a deer driving up to, to, to the top of Broadcast Hill here. Right. All the way up Boat Trail. <laughs> and then and then you're like, the moon. And the I'm like, I didn't, so even, good. I didn't even notice. I get insecure. Oh. I get scared. Well, I mean, I guess maybe it'll still be like this today. This isn't like it's like the full moon where it's like just a one day thing. This is the, uh, the waning crescent moon. The waning oh. crescent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Which like I do have like a huge thing for the full moon it's like my favorite like favorite thing but man a good waning crescent it's it does something for me too so hopefully it's still like this tomorrow morning on your drive-in and this conversation stirs something in you and you feel like being like you know what that's a pretty special thing that we get to see every single day you know how I blame for this conversation, Fuzzy? What's that? I blame uh, Matthew Check, today's husband. How come? Because that means that we're one of the other people in her life who doesn't care as much about the things she cares no, about. Actually cares that about that the frustrates moon. you. Matt cares oh, about the moon. moon. He's doing yeah, the moon, but other things moon. maybe not. Because it's beautiful. What if there's a Raptors game on? Does he hear your voice ever? <laughs> <laughs> if you're up this morning. Uh, surrounded by caring men. Look at the moon. <laughs> Worst date Wednesday. Worst date Wednesday. Powered by the 17th Ave Business Improvement Area. Check out their singles event. Get off the apps and onto the Ave at 17thAve.ca. It's perfect for right after Valentine's Day. We yeah. celebrate the best of the worst yeah. stories about dating in Calgary. And our friend Claire told us before this story she had a real doozy for us. So, Claire, tell us about the worst date you ever went on. So, I was set up um, on a kind of a semi-blind date. I'd never met him before, but I knew of him through friends with this this gentleman. And um, we went out to get dinner, and he was nice. You know, at first glance, I thought, okay, it's not, he's not really my type. It's not really my vibe, but he was really polite, you know, very, very, like, chivalrous and kind, had follow-up questions, like very engaging conversations. So I thought, that's a, you know, that's a good experience. We had like an hour, hour and a half dinner. The conversation was really easy. 
And um, <laughs> then he starts to tell me about his passion, his hobbies. <laughs> I love and the giggle. I love the giggle, Claire. <laughs> I started to realize it took me a minute because this is not something I'm that familiar with. But he is in amateur taxidermist. Oh. oh wow. Huh. Of all of yeah. all the hobbies, I feel like that's the like I don't know, oh, most of dark. All the hobbies. Yeah. Yes. yes. So but here's the thing. So this part of the story, I don't know that I'm not proud of it. You know, I was trying to be kind, but I didn't like say, Okay, that's my cue, I gotta go. You know, I said <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, of course you so, did. You're also thinking already at this point about the great story you're going to have. <laughs> oh, totally. Everything is worth it for the story. So um, it turns out his apartment is full of his creations. Wow. And like if someone hits a small creature on the road, they call him. Um, and he's so proud of it. And he's talking me through the process and the chemicals and you know, what different things he uses. <laughs> I'm sitting there literally wondering if I need to, like, text a friend my location. <laughs> it's like for real. One small step from, like, a ferret to, like, me. <laughs> so, Claire, you not only humored him by, by pretending to be interested, you actually went back to his place to see his collection. You know, I got out of there, but I was like, oh, my gosh. I need you to paint a picture. What kind of creations were you seeing? I'm sure it's, like, burnt into your memory. It looks like a movie set to me. Like, I'd never seen anything like this. I thought it was, like, a, a prank, you know? Lots of small animals. Like, and honestly, bless him. I mean, I, I did mention he's amateur. I don't know anything about taxidermy, but some of them didn't look like creatures I'd seen before. Um, like, definitely a bunch of squirrels. I think those were easiest. Um, <laughs> there was a raccoon. <laughs> I was like, this is a story that I will be telling for a long time if I get out of here alive. Claire, when you said you got a doozy, there's no way we ever thought we'd hear about an amateur taxidermist you went on a date with. Thank you so much. And you are an instant legend on Worst Date Wednesday. Yes, you're so welcome. Thank you. And in the spirit of times where you were thought I'll have a great story if I make it out of this situation alive. <laughs> yeah. Here to, uh, holy cow, scare us and entertain us. It's our friend Kelly. So I recently matched with this guy, and he said he was a personal trainer, and I work out quite a bit. So he decided that we should do, like, a workout date. So I thought that was kind of a good way to, to break the ice. And he said he had a home gym. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll, I'll do that. So I came over. And his home gym was in his little basement apartment. Uh-oh. It was really scary. It was so sad. I texted my friend. I'm like, okay, in like 45 minutes, you're going to call me. And so I get there, and it's his own home gym, all right. He was talking about how he made his own ways during COVID out of milk jugs and protein whatever <laughs> containers. He offers me a pre-workout thing and his pre-workout was Rockstar and Vodka. Oh, oh my wow. god. Oh my yeah, that'll goodness. that'll get your heart racing. <laughs> he kept saying, "Oh, I haven't worked out in a little while." I don't think he'd worked out in probably a year, but he claimed he was a personal trainer for people and had clients. And then he started chowing down on like a carcass of one of those rotisserie chickens that he had left on the counter get all day. Kelly, stop it. You're uh, you're making this all up. Worse. No, I'm not making it up. He had one of those wine racks with just dozens of empty vodka bottles. 
And so I sat on the very edge of the weight bench because it was the only place where I thought maybe I wouldn't get something if yeah. I sat on it. And then he proceeded to kind of half work out with like three pound weight. He kept talking about himself with this grandiose view. And I'm just like, I am in hell and I need to get out of here so bad. How did you finally get out? My girlfriend texted me, so I, I managed to flee. Ooh. And then he had the nerve to try and kiss me and grope. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, he was in workout shorts and had the entire crotch ripped out. So when he no! was sit, all you could see was his like, like, mankini boxers. Like, they weren't even like, oh, 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 <laughs> And I think he'd had them for like 20 years. I was just like, oh, this is, this is hell. When you get there, you're just like, oh my God. And he showed me like these bowls of mushrooms he's growing. And he talks about microdosing and going on these uh, psychedelic trips. And he's really into Joe Rogan. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all the things. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, can I just say, welcome to Worst Date Wednesday, Mount Rushmore, yes. the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you may be the goat. Hey. I'm glad I could enlighten you today. The best of the worst stories about dating in Calgary. Here now to share with us about the worst date she ever went on is our friend Marissa. The worst date I've ever been on, um, this was back in college. As this guy, David, really wanted to take me out to the movies. He just like had like a huge crush on me. And I wasn't really into him, but I did like his personality. And I was like, well, it sounds fun. You know, but I wasn't, like, really, like, attracted to him or anything. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have a few other uh, uh, friends at the movies there with us. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, that actually makes it more, like, less of a date for me. So I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. And so then um, I'm walking up the aisle uh, with him up to, like, the top part of the movie theater. Uh, That's where they all wanted to sit, I guess. And then I see um, someone who I actually have a crush on. Oh, no. Come on, you have to get the wrong idea. (laughs) And I've had a crush on this guy for a long time. Oh, no. Yeah, because, yeah, he used to be, like, really big, but he lost a ton of weight. And so he's super fit now, and he's, like, really attractive. (laughs) And, yeah, and so he was there. And so apparently that was one of his, uh, one of David's uh, friends that he was inviting to the movie theater. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) How do I make sure that this is, like, a friend thing? I literally got put right in between the two. Oh, my God. My crush on the left. Jeez. And then I have my technical date on the right. David. And my date has his, like, hand out, right, to, like, for me to hold his hand. Like, it's kind of on the armchair, just kind of open, you know? (laughs) Kind of. And, like, the hand, you know, the palm facing up. Like, clearly he wants me to, like, hold his hand. But he's not, like, telling me to hold his hand. He's just, like, maybe she just wants to grab my hand. And, I like, the whole time, I did not. I just kept my arms to myself. And I just, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so I, I was talking to the guy who I had a crush on, like, a lot. And I was, like, we were kind of talking and, like, flirting a lot because, I mean, oh, we had more chemistry. It's awesome. And, and, and I could tell that my friend... David was so like mad. He was like, "Oh, I just did something totally wrong." Like he like he figured out kind of like what was going on, and it was just so awkward. So when the movie ended, I was like talking to the guy I had a crush on, and then David's like, um, "So you 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 like him, don't you?" And I was like, "Uh, oh, no. put you on the spot, <laughs> duh! <laughs> Look at him." Uh, but, yeah, I. I denied it, actually. I was like, no, 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 we just go way back. Like, we're friends. Like, you know, I was trying to play it off because I didn't want to make him feel bad. But, like, 
yeah, it was it was very awkward. Stuck right in the middle of the guy you want to be with and the guy oh, you're you're yeah. already over. That's so awkward. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy buckle up for oh, some post-Valentine's oh Day drama. Oh, my goodness. And as we know, there is nothing more dramatic than a young girl and her first experience with Valentine's Day thirst. <laughs> Fuzzy, our... Uh, our niece Violet, she's she's growing up great. She is, yeah. Grade one Valentine's things um, are going off. Yeah, and uh, the little bit of drama yesterday was the with the exchange of Valentines. Okay, so there's this kid in Violet's class named Carson who has like been her boyfriend on and off through kindergarten and grade one. Whoa, whoa. And like I I don't like that. I'm like, come on, everybody's just friends. Everybody like we're just friends in grade one and kindergarten is what I like preach her all the time. Anyways, apparently they're like they're just friends now and everything's fine and everything. But yesterday, she comes home with her Valentines, and she's, like, so excited. She's got her little envelope, and we're going through them, and she pulls Carson's out. And she's across the table from me, and I look, and I, and I see that Carson has written, I love you, on Violet's Valentine. Oh, wow. Jeez. So I'm like, whoa, okay, what the heck is Back going on Back it up. You guys, are, you guys are, what, six? Yeah, so Violet gets one? this, like, Dank face, like ew, love is yucky, and like kind of like throws the Valentine. As she should. Yeah, like Valent or Violet's at the age where like if Matt and I like even like hug in front of her, she's grossed out yeah. right now. Um, but yeah, so she like throws the Valentine down. I'm like, oh come on, Violet, let's see what's going on here. And I take a look at the Valentine that says I love you from Carson, and it's not written to Violet, it's written to Victoria. Da da da. And Violet's reaction. <laughs> Uh, And poor, sweet, innocent little Violet thinks, even though there is a girl named Victoria in her class, uh that Carson must have just spelt Violet wrong. He just put it in the wrong bin, that's all, right? I I guess so, but I don't know. And then it goes on to find out that, like, Carson gave Violet, like, this, like, other great big Valentine that was, like, handcrafted that you could tell he glued together and everything. I was like, what is this Carson doing? Saying I love you to Victoria putting it in Violet's bin and then giving Violet her own special Valentine also. I um, I don't want to say it, but Fuzzy, I think you and I might have to make a trip to Scenic <laughs> Acres today. We might have to be waiting after school and have a talk with Carson oh, and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Man. What exactly are your intentions here, Carson? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I, I don't hate the player. I hate the game. Right. Like, you're going to give away two Valentines and right? say I love you? Because yeah. if cool. one of them isn't into it, at yeah. least you got the other one. I, yeah. Well, I feel like he's like, yeah, like, planning backups. I feel like Violet's the backup and not my baby girl. That's what I'm saying. No. Violet, Violet is not on the back burner. Never. Or maybe he gave Violet the Victoria one on purpose, not by accident. Oh. To let her know that, yo, he, there's, oh, other girl, there's other girls. Oh. jealousy, you think? I don't know. How is he so smart? Isn't he six years old? What the hell, Carson? Jeez, dude. I know. How does he already know this? Okay, okay. Forget that. Fuzzy, we're going to go to Scenic Acres today. Yeah. We're going to be waiting there after school. We're going to have Carson teach us how to speak yes. game. We're, we're, we're going to get tips from Carson <laughs> yeah. on, on, on what to do. I feel, like, I feel like he knows better than we yeah. do. Oh. Play on, play on. All right, man. We're, well, to be continued. Yeah, yeah. I guess. What are we naming this grade one soap opera? Oh, it's uh, the days of our young lives. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. Holy cow. Yo, Carson, we'll see you later, man. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind. 
This podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, how wonderful is this? Two people got married in the Dome last night at Center Ice during the Calgary Wranglers game. Check this out. You join hands and exchange these rings as a pledge of your love for each other. We have heard the sincerity of your promise to share your lives in marriage. Upon the authority vested in me by the province of Alberta, it's an honor to pronounce you. Husband and wife, you may kiss. What's cool about this couple? They had their very first ever date at the Saddle Dome. Very they cool. They get married at the Saddle Dome. Yeah. How how cool is this? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's all about doing something that's unique to you as a couple, right? And that's one of the things that you're starting to find out is couples are starting to do things that are more representative of who they are when they get married. So they this here's a couple they met at the Dome. They love hockey. Why not get married at Center Ice of the Dome? Oh, also, the bride rocking some really cool boots. Ooh, okay. yeah. Like, you don't see boots on a bride I'd say all that often but like glorious white boots they just they look so wonderful and so happy I love this so much here's the other thing I love about this couple is they just hit up the Flames organization it was mm-hmm. like hey yo so like we love what you guys do we, we love hockey we love the dome yeah could we get married there yeah. and because they asked it happened Right. Sometimes you never know until you like venture a guess like hey do, do are people allowed to get married during hockey games and they're yeah. like Yes. Yeah, In totally. Fact, come have your wedding here. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll host you the Wranglers game. Do the whole thing. And now I'm like, how, how many emails are the Flames going to be getting? Being right. like, yeah. hey, can I do it at that hockey game or or that concert or yeah. whatever? Right, right. This is something you guys are doing. Yeah. First round of the playoffs. Like, oh, you know, hey, like, yeah. hey, I really love, I yeah. want to get married too. Uh, first round of the playoffs, game seven. <laughs> yeah. And as a wedding gift, we get a couple of tickets. tickets. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes, yeah. Please. Uh, I know like some people are like, what, like public wedding? Like, what's going on with that? Like, because there's, like, essentially, like, strangers at your wedding, sure. right? Like, you get married. I love that idea. I get that more than, like, the people that, like, just have, like, in the privacy of their home and there's nobody around. I'm like, like, what about the attention, man? Like, you're not getting, like, that's a day that you're the center of attention. But it was funny. When we were just in Mexico, there was a couple that got married, like, on the beach right outside the lunch restaurant. Okay. So there was, like, a ton of people that were sitting there. And uh, there was this, like, older couple that stopped to watch the wedding. And the gentleman goes to, like, walk away immediately. And his wife's like, where are you going? He goes, I wasn't invited. <laughs> and he walked away. And I'm like, why did you just make me feel really bad? Because I wasn't invited either. Amazing. <laughs> you think about being in the game last night. Like, yeah. if, like if you went and got a hot dog, yeah. are you a yeah. bad person? Yeah. Yeah. I really had to pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish you the best, but I really got to go. Uh, all the best to the uh, happy couple on uh, celebrating their, their wedding at a Wranglers game yesterday. Very cool Calgary story. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Uh, everybody's swapping stories about Valentine's from yesterday. And I don't want to no. do any bragging, oh but... Big yeah. daddy voice is out, Fuzzy. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Once again, I absolutely crushed Valentine's, and it's always, 
It was so damn easy. Your idea of crushing Valentine's isn't necessarily crushing Valentine's. No, your idea of romance. You once said that like your like big romantic gesture was that you folded laundry. Yeah, sure so did. That's, that's one of your ideas of romance. Well, folding laundry is a lot more romantic than the time that you uh, fixed the toilet paper holder and claimed that that was a romantic gesture as well. Mm, yeah, hey, things done scream that. for love, uh-huh. that equals a romantic <laughs> gesture because love and Romance are the are the same thing. Okay. Just let me tell you what happened yesterday. All right, so what'd you uh, do? I knew it was Valentine's, right? And I'm like, man, my delicate angel feather, just like she's so wonderful, and I just gotta do something to make her feel special. So I was like, okay, I'm leaving work at two o'clock on Valentine's Day, <laughs> and, and haven't done anything my yet. Right now, <laughs> so, on Valentine's, halfway through Valentine's Day. What's on my way home? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was like, oh, I'm also halfway home, so half my options wow. are now gone. Really good start. Yeah, yeah. I should also say, uh, shout out to Action Furnace. We're getting a new furnace put in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So that's also like a, a major thing. And that's love, man. I want you to be warm at home, baby. That's <laughs> that's me treating you, girl. Yeah, love, yeah. Sure. Hey, feel free to turn it up an extra degree or two. Oh, yeah. You're, treat, you're not really, there. really treat yourself. No, no I won't. Don't no, no, lie. No, no, no. no. no <laughs> if it's half a degree, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we, Rich? Jeez, what are we doing here? So there I am, find myself at the. Uh, Safeway on Center Street and walking around, there are dudes just like me everywhere. Uh And they're all buying those flowers that, with all due respect, are going to die in about 30 minutes (laughs) before the car gets home. Uh And I'm like, I'm way better than that. So first of all, oh, look at that. So on sale, even got her favorite chocolate, a dairy milk bar. Okay. Right. <laughs> wow. Fancy. I'm in. I'm in for two fifty on that. Ooh, okay. It was, it was. It was buy one get one half for for five bucks. Only yeah, got one. Didn't yeah. want to. Didn't want to overdo it. You know. And then she also <sighs> said, worst. "Would you mind me getting something bubbly for for Valentine's?" I said, "You're damn right, I will." So there I was, you know, in Safeway, and I did find something very bubbly and wonderful. And in fact, I'd never seen it before. The brand new raspberry bubbly. Oh. They had case after case after case. A big display. Might I add, the case is a very beautiful shade of like maybe a fuchsia. Mm-hmm. Color of love, man. The color of Valentine. So I came home with a 12-pack of raspberry bubbly, and Kelly was very impressed. Sparkling water. With this wonderful <laughs> gesture. She Sp- asked for something sparkling bubbly. Sparkling water that she could get at the yeah. store herself. Yeah. yeah. She easily could just go do that. And that, like, it sounds like she, like... Like she's happy with that? Oh, very, it was delicious. Yeah. I put it straight into the freezer, got it nice and crisp. Oh, wow. Chilled it. Yeah, I also... Drove another block and a half down the street from the Safeway on Center. Uh-huh. Went to Lena's Italian Market. Got her, got her uh, panino, and it was all good. Okay, so, that's pretty nice. So I brought home dinner and a, <laughs> a, a, a bubbly, sparkling water. sparkly beverage. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Uh, you said, like you said, like something bubbly. I was like, oh, you got like maybe some fancy, like I don't know, expensive champagne or something like that. But just sparkling water. Sparkling water. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? To each their own. Mm-hmm. That's great, and that's fine. And it does sound like Kelly was really happy. And that's the main thing. But still doesn't deserve big daddy voice. I'm, I'm telling you, I actually have been offered a book deal. A b- okay. I, I, yeah, it's a here. it's a romance help uh, no. for dummies it's called mm-hmm. Lowered Expectations. No, no, it's called <laughs> How to Impress Your Lady on Valentine's Day for less than fifteen dollars. Lowered expectations. <laughs> you say that. All I'm saying is. She was pretty happy to see me when I got home. I'll tell you that much. And that's all I'm going to tell you because a gentleman never bubblies and tells.
the man-child, sasky girl, and the girl-dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. There's no way you're not incredibly curious to see how things went. When you know that a friend of yours spent Valentine's Day date night at Ikea, fuzzy. <laughs> You've been holding out on some major details here on us. Yeah. We literally talked about this at the same time yesterday. Yeah. We got to know, what is date night like at Ikea? Well, I know there was a lot of people who thought that, oh, Fuzzy's slumming it for, for Valentine's Day going to Ikea. <laughs> it's but, not your usual find No, normally we would go to a place like Alloy yeah. or possibly Major Tom's or Pat and Betty, and we'll probably do that over the next couple of weeks anyways on the weekend. But the menu was really quite impressive. Okay. Um, we, you, for for there was what was it, thirty nine ninety nine for the two of us, and we Amazing. each got a starter, an entree, and then we also got a dessert. <gasps> Three courses there, for each of you. Yep. Thirty nine bucks. Yep. There was a harpist that was playing music. Ooh. It was they decorated everything. It looked wonderful, and there was people who were dressed up every everywhere from just a t shirt and and jeans to there was people wearing sequined gowns. Stop it. Was, it. It was really, really quite amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. But the menu, I mean, so uh, my wife and I both had the Hungarian mushroom soup. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the Swedish meatballs, which are glorious. Yeah. And they came with these roasted potatoes. Yeah. Uh, and they had a, a, a turmeric sour cream sauce. Really good. My wife had the salmon. She said she really enjoyed it. Beautiful pictures. Uh, and then we both had the carrot cake, which was their famous carrot cake. Delicious. Oh, my goodness. And we were also able to order beer, too. So we both had a Stella while we were there. Not oh. just not just some kind of normal, but we had a Stella uh, Artois. Stella Artois. Oh, uh, I love that they set the vibe with a harpist. That's a harpist. what I'm, like, focused on. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was it still the fluorescent lighting? That was my big my big question. <laughs> they they dimmed it a little bit. Nice. It was quite nice. But, no, the decorations, they, they did a really, really good job. And if you're looking for something different to do at Valentine's Day, maybe check that out next year. I, I love it so much. Uh, I love the idea of walking through the Ikea maze. You get to the restaurant. You spend time in the restaurant. Did you make it out without, you know, getting yourself a Virgin or a Schmergen or something like that? Uh, no, no. And I was actually thinking, you know what? On my way out, if I'm still hungry, I'm going to need to get me a hot dog for a dollar. And? Didn't need it. Oh, my goodness. I was rolled out of there. Oh. I was like, oh. But then we also did the walk around afterwards, and uh, we left with nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that is the most impressive part of did all. Did a walk through as is and everything. It's like, oh, look at this. That looks <laughs> Don't need it. Keep going. Oh, wow. Valentine's date night. At Ikea, uh, I love it that it gets the uh, fuzzy recommendation treatment, too. Absolutely. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio.